Hello, and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, our sister expert for today is Carly Chatfield Scissorhands. Oh, <laughs> Carly, are you are you living in a big house by yourself? No, I married someone who lived in a big house by himself. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting and spooky. We make cookies all the time. <laughs> So here is something else spooky that I need to tell you girls. And Shelly Gang, I need you to know that this is the first telling of this story that's ever been told. And um, you all are hearing it for the first time also. And I need you to buckle up. And as I told my sisters earlier, to hold back your screams. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready. So quarantine, we've been really hunkering down because my son has asthma. And so we just like don't ever go anywhere or see anyone. And that's been a long time that's been happening. But our one saving grace was every Friday evening, we order takeout and drive as a family to go get it and then drive back and eat it at home. Uh, Sometimes those drives are short. Sometimes they are long. When we did it this Friday, uh, we went to our old town of Bountiful, Utah, which is about 20 minutes from where we live, and we went to uh, the old subway. You know, the bespoke subway. <laughs> the special Bountiful subway. Yeah. And uh, we we ate subway in the car, and girls, you'll never guess the kind of subway sandwich I got. Me too. What is wrong with all of you except for Carly? (laughs) I didn't say anything. I know. And you should have said something, which is meatball, because it's obvious. And Shelly's just mean. Shelly just said a mean thing. I I was joking, because I know tuna is probably the least likely sandwich Holly would get on the menu. Well, Shelly's just a big troll. Everybody knows that. (laughs) (laughs) Always be trolling. That's my motto. (laughs) So, uh, but right next to the subway is the the bespoke dairy queen of <laughs> and my husband just can't say no to dairy queen there were many times when we lived in bountiful that the kids would go to bed and he would look at me with this big cow eyes and say holly will you please go get me an ice cream cone from dairy queen and i would because i'm so nice and my love language is acts of service okay <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, we went to the Bespoke Dairy Queen, but it was a long line. And this Dairy Queen's parking lot has a bad Dairy Queen parking lot essence. (laughs) There's just not a lot of room. We were driving from the subway to the Dairy Queen line, but had to kind of be like perpendicular to the line. And Uh my husband was driving and I was in the front seat. My children were in uh, the, the middle seats of our van. And the car that we were facing, that if we had pressed the gas, we would have T-boned very hard. So I'm glad we didn't. But just to give you an idea of, of where, where we are in space and time. And the Dairy Queen line, by the way, it goes very slow. Does everybody know that? Is that everyone's? Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah, okay. We were in the van just chilling and being friends and, and family. And I look up and there is in the car that we're facing a probably two-year-old boy with the windows rolled down and the mom is in the front seat and she's just looking at her phone and the two-year-old boy is making 
threatening uh, faces and gestures and words to my husband. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we we didn't roll down our windows to hear what he was saying, but like it was extremely animated and kind of like a silent movie kind of way. Uh-huh. <laughs> And Caleb, my husband, kind of like averted his eyes for a little bit to maybe like if he's not engaging with this child, the child won't (laughs) do anything. Uh Uh, But uh, no, it just got worse. The kid was trying to get his attention more. And then he when Caleb reengaged, it got really angry looking. There was just so much (laughs) pointing, like really aggressive pointing. And um, so all of us in our van are looking at this kid now and just laughing, and but also kind of scared. And then <laughs> eventually the line moves up and we move behind this car, right? And so, you know, crisis averted. No, no, my friend. This kid basically breaks his body to <laughs> turn around and make eye contact with my husband again and threaten him once again. <laughs> Is he, like, dragging his finger across his throat? Like, what kind of threat? <laughs> I mean, if if a two-year-old knew that, if that kid knew that, he probably would have been doing that. But I think that's a little bit of a, you know, like an older thing that okay. people do. <laughs> Got it. So I tell you that story to tell you this story. It's much worse. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, dear. My son, Jack, who is almost 12, was talking about how it wouldn't be a good idea for Caleb to fight this baby because, you see, <laughs> a baby can hit a man, but a man can hit a baby. And my husband says, oh, no, I would kick that baby in the face. Oh, no. I would defeat that baby with so many punches. Oh, dear. So I need everyone to know that my husband doesn't want to uh, spin kick every two-year-old baby in the face, just that one. And I think out of self-defense, because it really, this was like a 10-minute ordeal that happened. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone be on the lookout for this really scary child. Um, I don't know, maybe that kid only hates Caleb, so. I love that. I like, I just like, and picturing that little child being like, their car is facing our car. They are in, like, they could jam, like, they could crash into us if they wanted to. They are a threat to me. I'm protecting my family. <laughs> like, I, I want him to be, like, that aware, you know? <laughs> I love this so much. Yeah, oh, it was really perfect. intense. And uh, my husband specifically said uh, on the drive back, he's like, are you going to talk about this on the podcast? And I was like, yep, let me make a note right now. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a travesty to not talk about it on the podcast. So good And job. Uh, to not have it in our oral history, <laughs> in the annals of Shelley Has Opinions history, we need this story. <laughs> Here's something else we need is the topic for this week. Shelly, this topic is inspired by another podcast, but I can't tell you the podcast without giving the topic away. But I need you to know that in the year of the submission, other podcasts are kind of submitting topics through their being, through their essence. Got it. Would you like to know today's topic? I would. Today's topic is choose your own adventure books. Oh. (laughs) Is there a Choose Your Own Adventure podcast? Julie, if you will. 
Yes, there is, Shelley. I will be talking about it. Do not worry. Uh, okay. Well, that's less of an introduction than I thought. But <laughs> that's just a little. That's just a little tease. You just have to wait and see what it is. Julie's going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like Choose Your Own Adventure books. I'm going to be doing the anti-reasons why you shouldn't. And Carly, as our sister expert, and as it says on page 164, a kung fu expert, Ooh. <laughs> uh, is going to be telling us what she thinks you will choose. Shelly, are we ready? Ready. Okay, Julie, do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, no, I'm not the kung fu expert. That's me. <laughs> do you want to fight, Julie? Do you want to get in a Dairy Queen parking lot and fight? Ah, no. <laughs> I can't kick sisters or babies. <laughs> really? The, the idea of Caleb and this little baby fight, because he was like a little blonde, very cute, chubby-faced baby, was just really upsetting to me. And everyone else was laughing. And I was like, guys, I don't know. <laughs> you shouldn't spin kick a baby like Caleb fighting my little Lukey. Ah, uh, Shelly, I teased just a moment ago <laughs> what this podcast is. So I have been binge listening to a podcast called Finish It, which is a choose your own adventure completionist podcast by brothers named Matt and Chris Yule. And Corbin, my husband, my handsome, dear husband, has been... Does he spin kick babies' faces? <laughs> <laughs> he spins a lot of babies. I'll tell That's you that true. right now. That's true. He's been listening to Finish It for quite a while, and finally he got me on the bandwagon. And so I've uh, just really listened to a lot of hours of this podcast, because there are a lot to be had. And it's great and very funny. The Yule brothers are very funny. But also, it has gotten me really interested in choose-your-own-adventure books. Also, I feel like I have to be clear when I say choose-your-own-adventure, what I really mean is all interactive fiction books, because that's just a brand. What about interactive nonfiction books, a la Neil Patrick Harris's autobiography, my number one book of all time? Is it really? It's a choose-your-own-adventure, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris uh, recently shouted out, finish it on his Twitter. Um, so, Julie, an interactive fiction, does that include those books for kids that have like buttons that make sounds <laughs> that you push at times in the book? Because that's very interactive. <laughs> and very fictional. And very fictional. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. But wouldn't it be cool if there were like a choose your own adventure that had one of those things? <laughs> it's like you you went into a time traveling cave and you push a button. and It's like drip, drip, drip. That's what a time traveling <laughs> cave sounds like. It drips time juice on you. Oh, I was thinking more like. <laughs> it's bigger on the inside, but also drippier. <laughs> I like Curly's whirlwind. <laughs> Shelly, what do you think a time traveling cave would sound like? Uh, I was thinking like, wow, 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 wow. That's a radioactive cave, Shelly. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't get them confused. That's very dangerous. So I'm thinking just like all interactive fiction when I say choose your own adventure. Shelly, I'm very interested in these books because there's a lot of great things about them. First of all, the titles. There are so many really hilarious titles of these books. 
when Theo kind of got on a kick, my eight-year-old son kind of got on a kick of Choose Your Own Adventure books. And the one that we checked out and read first was, your grandparents are werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> or like your, I think it maybe, what was it? Your grandma is a werewolf. Just like very silly things. A lot of them incorporate exclamation points. A few of them are uh, dragons. Fire! <laughs> Lost dog! <laughs> and there are also like seasonally themed choose-your-own-adventure books. Like there's a, a Halloween one that's called How I Became a Freak. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's so many good ones. Rock and Roll Mystery, The Worst Day of Your Life. Wait, is that a colon one? No, Rock no, no. Rock and roll history colon, the worst day. Oh, but I want it to be the same. <laughs> Does the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt count as a choose your own adventure? I'm going to talk about that later, but yes. <laughs> oh, goodness. A little <laughs> it's a teaser, tease. Julie. <laughs> a little tease. Shelly, the titles, they're very funny. Um, also, with choose your own adventure books, there are a lot of choices to be made. A lot of endings to be ended upon, but we don't all have to play it like the Yule Brothers do because their goal is to read every single page and get every single ending of every single Choose Your Own Adventure book. We don't have to live like that if we're just reading for leisure because it's not a commitment. We can read one storyline and then be done if we want to, or we can read several or all of them. It's, we don't have to read all the adventures, but you can if you want to. That's nice options options within the book and without the book <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> like uh, without you know outside of it <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> you can choose to be inside the book you could choose to be outside of the book yeah shelly gosh i can't make it any clearer because i don't know how <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, you're still confused though, right? Uh, yes, because <laughs> so there are choices. There are choices in the book, like, you know, turn to page 65 if you do this thing, or turn to page one if you do this thing. But then how do you make choices outside the book just by <laughs> yeah, going? I'm saying you can choose to read it or you can choose to not read it. Oh, okay. Oh. But Holly doesn't like it when I say that. So I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, like, like you said, there are a lot of titles to be had so that means there's lots of books to choose from so wait are you counting life as a choose your own adventure book <laughs> isn't life just a choose your own we can't <laughs> we can't do it julie we can't yeah shelly has to decide between life and not life at this podcast <laughs> well, and also if sense. life's choices were like turn to page 65 if you do finish this math test turn to page 210 if you like stop in the middle and turn to page 87 if you just sleep through it you know like <laughs> you don't have that clear-cut choices well you do you can choose to do whatever you want in your life Shelly well but then I can't peek ahead and go "Ooh, this ending doesn't look so good I'm actually gonna choose this other one I guess that's the difference between choose your own adventures the uh interactive fiction and interactive reality <laughs> <laughs> so instead of AR, it's IR, interactive reality. <laughs> yeah. Unless you find a time cave in which uh, that Trip. would be pretty Trip. cool. <laughs> you peek ahead in your time cave. You're like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't sleep through that math test. <laughs>
<laughs> uh, Carly, you know what that sound reminds me of? Sorry, Julie, to, to Go for butt it. in a little bit. This is not related. Our mom is super funny and cool, but sometimes she's <laughs> not funny on purpose. She's just really uh, sincere, and it comes off kind of funny. When she gets very sleepy, she gets very silly. And one time we were all together and uh, and she was sleepy and she wanted us all to hang out and party. And she called the party alarm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she's like, party alarm. Woo! And was doing like an alarm dance. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we all laughed and laughed and then made fun of her for years after that. So Carly... <laughs> Your time cave sound reminds me of the party alarm. (laughs) (laughs) It's practically the same thing, so. Shelly, I don't know if you've ever read Choose Your Own Adventure books, but they are packed with wild things that happen. The more endings you have to make up, I guess the wilder your brain gets and you come up with crazy stuff. There is a time cave book called The Cave of Time. Ooh. (laughs) Uh, And the craziest things happen in this book. Like, you go steal a dinosaur egg and bring it back to your home while you're there. You can, like, you can choose to either uh, crack it and open it or just not. When you don't do it, somebody comes and steals the egg and you never know what it what happened to it. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> or, like, uh, you, you can choose to, when you go to old-timey, oh gosh, guys, where's Loch Ness? Is that Scotland. Scotland? Okay, I didn't want to offend. You can go there in, into ancient Scotland and choose to go explore Loch Ness with the fishermen or choose to go like be a farmer somewhere. You die a lot in uh-huh. <laughs> choose your adventure books. Like you can you can choose to ride a woolly mammoth and then the woolly mammoth just runs off a cliff and you both die. <laughs> wow, I didn't know woolly mammoths didn't have any self preservation at all. Yeah, they, them and lemmings together forever. <laughs> but all these endings are in one book. You can just do the craziest stuff. If you are writing a choose your own adventure book, you have license to do whatever crazy wild thing you want to. And it's fine. Fine. And I bet encouraged. <laughs> yeah. I actually uh, just uh, with the Yule brothers, I finished listening to them read a book called Space Vampires. You have to fight a space vampire and um, it doesn't turn out well. You die a lot of different ways in space. but sometimes it goes great and you melt the vampire in the light of the sun and you know what if it was just a linear story then you wouldn't get all these rich endings of a book that uh could have been real boring if you (laughs) read if you read a book about space vampires and you end up not seeing it until the last page and then it murders you that wouldn't be very satisfying (laughs) that were the only thing that happened or maybe the book would have to just murder a lot of other people that you just see die. You don't experience the deaths. You just watch other people do it. Wow. Why do we always talk about murder? Always. <laughs> what I'm saying is, you know, like that would be like what a movie would do or something. If You know, like because the main character can't die 20 billion times. But... <laughs> Unless it's a time cave. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Shelley, the fact that you can do super crazy stuff really intrigues me in choose your own adventure books i like that 
I like the idea of writing, like letting your mind free to just write whatever crazy thing you can think of. And just uh, as a reader, experiencing that. I love it. Now, Shelley, the last thing that I want to talk about is with Choose Your Own Adventure books, you get to choose your own stinking adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that is really cool. With linear books, you don't get to choose what happens to you. You don't get to choose what story you read. But in a Choose Your Own Adventure, you're in charge. You're in the driver's seat. If you want to choose to, let's see, what what crazy things have I read recently? <laughs> have I read, gosh, have I listened to the Yule Brothers read? That's for sure. <laughs> In the book that they're reading right now, it's like uh, you, you go searching for Atlantis. You find Atlantis and they're like, hey, you can never leave. Do you choose to go? Do you choose to go to our home planet uh, deep in space or do you choose to become a musician? And and they chose to become a musician and they became the greatest musician uh, Atlantis has ever seen. You know what? You you chose that. You got to choose that. And so... I hope you're happy with the the thing that you've chosen. <laughs> what if you liked that ending? Like, what if you're reading and choose your adventure and like an ending so much you just stop like, and don't explore all the other endings? Is that acceptable? Yeah. Do it if you want to do it. Don't do it if you don't want to do it. <laughs> Gosh dang it. <laughs> like you're reading and choose your adventure and you've read maybe cumulatively 20 pages and you're like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> I'm happy. I've done that. I checked out a book for Theo and I read one ending and I was like, "Ugh, your town, your town is in a drought and you go off in search of a way to help your town get water and you end up going to a different city and staying there and never finding a, a way to help them and you're like, <laughs> I never went back to my town because I was too afraid to see what happened to them. Oh, I was like, wow. yikes. So I read <laughs> I read one more ending and it's like, you did it. You found the magic pot of water that never runs out. You saved your town. And I'm like, great. And I, uh, you know, (laughs) gave myself a pat on the back and put the book down. You didn't want to betray your town again. So you just. Yeah, I couldn't risk it. I love my townspeople too much. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's like such a cool. It must have been like a really revolutionary idea to write a book like that. I just think it's really cool and really creative and opens up a lot of creativity for the person writing the book and for you as the reader. You get to express yourself by what you're choosing to do in the book. And I like that. And Shelly, I think you should like that too. Boom. Done. That was really, really beautiful. I feel inspired. can you help us to go into the time cave and go to the anti-points? Oh, (laughs) Oh, no, it's broken. Hopefully we can get it fixed before the end of my points. <laughs> I think that's what it is, right? Carly, is that what that was? You're just going to have to find out. Oh, a little tease. A tease of your own. <laughs> We're all teasing today. <laughs> Ooh, how am I going to tease anything when I don't know what's coming? <laughs> Shelly, I have five reasons why you should be anti-choose-your-own-adventure books or fictional literature. Julie, is that what you said? Interactive fiction. So, Shelly, my first point is when I was telling my son, Jack, uh, the topic for this week and that I was the anti, he said, well, I know why I would be anti, because you need to find out the real truth. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, because you don't know what the actual story is because there's too many choices. So you never find out what the real story is. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to know what the author wants to tell him. <laughs> what is he supposed to get out of this book? <laughs> the real ending is the happy ending. Everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I vote. <laughs> Julie, I don't know what the Yule brothers have uh, said about this, but what I do know is that my son thinks there's one truth and a bunch of lies. He thinks every <laughs> Choose Your Own Adventure game, every Choose Your Own Adventure book is that weird game that people play. Or, but it's like two truths and a lie. All but... truths and one, no, all lies and one truth. That's the <laughs> yes. classic game. <laughs> so I thought I would open with that because I just like the notion of there being one real thing that happened during this thing and a bunch of, I don't know what the other options are, like hallucinations or something? I well, don't know. like there was that episode of Community where they rolled the dice and there was a different ending depending on the number rolled. And so, oh, yeah. and so like there's the darkest timeline or <laughs> the true timeline or whatever. So, so uh, he just likes the, the true timeline. Yeah. And uh, he's not interested in the butterfly effect of it all. And uh, <laughs> my second point, Shelly, why you should be anti choose your own adventure books is ouch. Paper cuts. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> that was a little acting I just did where I was reenacting all the times I got paper cuts from having to flip, flip, flip in my Choose Your Own Adventure books. And I'm assuming there are ebooks of them, but I have not interacted with them. So let's just go off of my own experience, which is physical copies of books and ouch, paper cuts. How fast <laughs> were you turning the pages to get to these different endings? You just had to know. <laughs> just flipping so fast. In the sixth grade. I had a reading contest with the other fastest reader of the class, Bobby Wilson. And we had a reading contest. And then we had a comprehension quiz after. And I won. I was the winner. You won a quiz? A, I, I read it faster and got more questions correct. <laughs> Did your I teacher want a slow clap for this? you right now. <laughs> was this an assignment or was this optional? We did it, we did it at recess because that's the most fun way to play. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote the quiz? <laughs> uh, friends and family. <laughs> no, I just other kids in the class. That is very funny to me that you just had to know who was the most supreme reader. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is, Shelly, I'm a really fast reader, so don't ask me how fast I was reading because I'm the fastest. <laughs> um, and But I can't read that fast anymore because of all of my scars from my paper cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Your fingers don't bend like they used to. <laughs> uh, so I'm a cool little baby and I sleep with my hands up by my face when I sleep <laughs> like a little baby. And when I woke up this morning, both of my hands were dead asleep and I couldn't stretch my fingers all the way out. And so I looked like Johnny Tremaine and it was <laughs> Oh, <awful>. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. What? He's a oh. Revolutionary War young man hero. Go a back to eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> it's a book I read in eighth grade. <laughs> Me too. I read it in sixth grade, probably, because I'm such a fast reader that <laughs> I, I make time go faster. <laughs> yeah, ouch, paper cuts. Shelly, my next point, why you should be anti-choose-your-own-adventure books, is they let a writer use all of their ideas for good or for ill. As Julie mentioned, there are a lot of options that get heightened to 
wilder and wilder uh, notions. And Shelley, you know what? As someone who has written novels, I can tell you not every idea is a good one. As someone who has read a lot of novels, Shelley, can you tell me that every novel is the best novel you've ever read? <laughs> They're all tied for first place. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd rather choose that option over choose your top favorite book. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, they're not all equal. And the way that bad ideas get uh, kicked out are, one, multiple drafts. Sorry, your first draft is not your best draft. And that's just how it is for every writer on the face of the planet. Second, good editors. You want someone you can trust who... When they say it's a bad idea, you can go, yeah, okay, I get it. And you change it. Thirdly, uh, you need, need, need to have enough time to write. And I happen to know that Choose Your Own Adventure books are written on a pretty tight schedule. (laughs) (laughs) So there's not a lot of time to uh, revise. And unfortunately, that means books like Fire or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I personally have not read Fire, but what I can tell from that title is maybe it needed a little more time in the oven. Uh, (laughs) Noise. I don't want to encourage people to re-choose your own adventure because that means it's encouraging the writers to be lazy and bad. Not lazy per se, but like uncouth. You're not going to see a choose your own adventure author in a smoking jacket in a gentleman's club uh, for, where people smoke cigars and sit in leather chairs. You know what I mean? <laughs> you mean a choose your own adventure is not going to win the next Nobel Prize for literature? <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to say about the actual quality of the work. I'm saying the quality of the author. The author is not going to win coolest best person award. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't think this would have a personal attack on Choose Your Own Adventure authors, but here we are. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I've never met a Choose Your Own Adventure author, but that feels like a very broad brush to stroke with. (laughs) R.A. Montgomery is going to come after you, Holly. Well, I don't think R.A. Montgomery is a real person, so. (laughs) (laughs) Look it up. It's in the thing. What thing? The internet? Is that what you call it? This is a movie quote. Just forget it. If you're not cool enough to know that movie quote, then you're not cool enough for R.A. Montgomery. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Shelly, here's something that I'm definitely not cool enough for. You shouldn't like choose your own adventure books because they make you consider your own mortality over and over again. Oh, no. When Julie mentioned that you die in a lot of the endings, I also considered that, but in a way that was maybe like horrified instead of amused. (laughs) Choose Your Own Adventure books are typically for the the grade school set, I would say. You know what? Those those children are just beginning to live and they're not (laughs) rushing to die. Every time they die on the back of a woolly mammoth as they're falling, (laughs) falling, falling. That eight-year-old is thinking, what if I did that? And then never lived again. And and I hate that for them because they should want to live and be alive. <laughs> but I don't think people are reading it because they want to die. Like, they're not like, oh man, wouldn't this be great? But I but also it's not like it's not like people in a choose your own adventure are usually dying from like things kids die from typically like <laughs> A car accident or like 
I don't want to die. I want to live. So I'm not going to read Choose Your Own Adventure books because, uh, Julie, I don't think you mentioned this previously, but they are all written in the second person. Is that what, what I'm always confused about what second person is? First person is I. Second person is you. Third person is him, her. Then yes, generally they are. <laughs> so if it were a Choose Your Own Adventure that was about Kevin and Kevin does this and Kevin does that, guess what? You can kill Kevin and not feel really anything about that. But when it says capital Y, lowercase o, lowercase u, you <laughs> are, you are plummeting on the back of this uh, time cave you got on its back. <laughs> <laughs> so, Holly, that's why you also ascribe to the the belief that you should only read happy books. That's why all of the books you read just are positive <laughs> and happy. No one ever dies. No one ever struggles. I think everyone who knows me knows that my favorite kind of literary fiction is uh, character-driven and plotless and only happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I see. I knew only it. Only happy is the part where you got me. <laughs> well, because that was the joke part. It was two truths and one lie. <laughs> Remember, Holly will lie right to your face. <laughs> Carly, I don't know if you remember, but I will lie right to your face. <laughs> and now, Julie, you say it. Um, lie, lie to my face. You lie to my face. No. <laughs> you, I lie to your... I can't do it. <laughs> See? Write, writing in second person is tricky. <laughs> it is. I don't want to do it. And I hate it. No, thank you. And guess what, Shelly Gang? No surprises here. I'm not a fan of first person either that much. So guess what? Book snob. Sorry about it. <laughs> I know. I read a book recently that was written in first person that I really enjoyed. And I was going to suggest it to you, Holly, but I was like, no, she'll hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I like some, just not frequently. But Shelly, I do have one more point as to why you should be anti-choose your own adventure books. And that, my friend Shelly, and my sister Shelly, is they spawned my least favorite form of current media. And that is interactive Netflix specials. I hate them. I hate them. Julie doesn't know what they are. You're and correct. she is trying to say she them. likes them. And guess what? I hate them. So what what are these? <laughs> <laughs> so Netflix, I don't know if you've heard, Julie, is a, a, a digital streaming service. Uh, ah, okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Right. And uh, it has a lot of original material uh, or, you know, like taken material that they turn into originals. Okay, here's a list of some of the interactive specials, then I'll describe them. One, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Two, what? Boss Baby. Three, You versus Wild with Bear Grylls. There's that second person again, you versus wild. So, Julie, what an interactive special is, is when they film something and then there's a pause and then you get to use your remote control to click this option or that option. What? And then based on what you click, then it, they have filmed that, you and know. Kimmy Schmidt does that for me? Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> Julie, there's also a Captain Underpants one. <gasps> oh, there's my gosh. There's a Captain Underpants one? Yes. Oh my goodness, my heart and is pounding. And a Minecraft right now. one. <laughs> my heart is pounding. I've got to get on Netflix. <laughs> so, I really dislike this interactive Netflix special for many reasons. One, Netflix is a streaming service, and that means a beautiful stream that never ends. And <laughs> 
And I don't want to have to make decisions because I'm too busy playing Disney Emoji Bliss on my phone. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Secondly, because as Shelly mentioned, there are other kinds that are that are based on their other like streaming products like Captain Underpants, the cartoon show that Netflix does, etc. And you know what? They don't they're outside of the story. As Julie mentioned, you can either uh, be in the in the story or outside of the story. And in this case, everything is outside of the story. And I don't love that. I want everything to be canon. I hate non-canon. <laughs> so you hated like the the episodes of like Boy Meets World or whatever where it was like Halloween and everyone gets killed and then the next week they're just all back. <laughs> yes. I want everyone to stay dead every time. <laughs> I just hate it. It's yucky. It's bad. And I don't think it would exist if Choose Your Own Adventure novels, one, didn't exist or two, weren't so popular. If Choose Your Own Adventure books were just written in a basement in the Montgomery basement of the Montgomery <laughs> mansion and and the manuscripts never left, then I wouldn't be so angry at them. But they have started a <laughs> culture that I do not appreciate. Except for you, finish it. I think you should keep it. Keep doing it. I love you. Shelly, I love you too. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Do you choose to say goodbye to Holly or go on with the podcast? <laughs> and normally I would throw to Carly right now for her expert opinion on what Shelly will choose, but she had to leave. So she's not here anymore. But who is here? I know. It's the girl with the opinion. She's the MVP of this podcast, the most voter registration podcast. Shelly, yes. have you registered to vote? <sighs> oh, no. I thought this was going to be a layup, and it is not. No, it's not, guys. Don't tell anyone, but I haven't registered to vote. Oh, wow. Shelly. I don't have a Utah license yet, so I can't <laughs> register to vote here. <laughs> but, Shelly, you have a, a, a international traveling Pass. What's it called? Passport? <laughs> a passport? <laughs> yeah, you have a passport. No, she's not registered here. Like, she would have to vote in California. Vote in California, then. That doesn't seem right. Well, yeah, because guess what? Wherever you can vote, you should vote. Well, I probably have... I probably am too late. Sorry, this is kidding. Like, this is this is real. Shall I go to IWillVote.org or whatever it's called? I think that's what it is. Yeah. Somewhere on the internet, find a place. Say, let me vote. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's I will vote. It is I will vote. Here's the problem. It's dot com. Ah! <laughs> okay, go to IWillVote.com and find out how the heck you can vote. And everybody listening, you do it too. Everybody should vote. Vote Please your vote. conscience and vote in the state that you are registered in. And guess what? Uh, it doesn't have to be the state you live in. It's beautiful. <sighs> sorry, Shelly. I thought this was going to be an easy slam dunk. I'm no. really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Shelly, <laughs> what do you think about Choose Your Own Adventure books? You guys have brought up a lot of good points. <laughs> I did not know there was Choose Your Own Adventure podcast, so that's very exciting. I just love podcasts. There are so many choices, which I'm surprised Holly didn't bring that up, that I would have to choose things. I didn't want to hammer that home because I was pretty sure you were going to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, let's be real here, everyone. I'm not known for my excellent 
choice making. Like, not that I don't make excellent choices. I just don't make choices well. <laughs> I'm just not, it's not a skill that I um, have. And uh, so that that is always a challenge for me, like to just choose, <laughs> choose or die, um, I guess, or choose and die <laughs> in a choose your own adventure book. Because um, you do a lot, of, you do die a lot. Uh, there's lots of endings. The titles are very funny. Some of the ones you said, Julie, are so weird. <laughs> like, if I saw that on a shelf, I'd be like, "Huh, I'm lost in, dog." In, I'm almost <laughs> intrigued by how vague the title is. <laughs> it's packed with wild things inside. Uh, that is true, from what I know of Choose Your Own Adventure books. I, it's going to be hard for me to talk about this without just saying um, I have read a lot of Choose Your Own Adventure books. When I was in elementary school, I was not a big reader, but one type of book that I did get a lot from our school library was Choose Your Own Adventure books because, you know, they typically aren't super challenging to read. <laughs> they are not a huge commitment if you don't want to do every single ending. So they were kind of more my speed back then. Uh, before I learned to like reading. So so I do know what happens in a lot of them. I mean, not a lot of them. I'm sure I'm not read even a, <laughs> a fraction. <lot. laughs> but I know how, I know the style of a Choose Your Own Adventure book. And like, Jack was right. You do never know the real truth. <laughs> I mean, we could live in Julie's fantasy world where the happy ending is always the real ending. Uh, but <laughs> can I tell you uh, a situation that really stressed me out? <laughs> In a choose your own adventure. Book. Yes, in <laughs> your grandma is a werewolf. <laughs> you are also a werewolf, and you are running with your grandma through the forest, and you hear a faint shout of somebody going "help," or like you hear crying or something, but very faintly. And you have a choice as to whether you can go investigate or just keep going with your grandma. And when you go investigate, you find a baby werewolf, and the mother is trapped in the snow. And you have to go save her and dig her out. And if you don't go do that, you go do something else. And I was very stressed out thinking, if I don't choose this ending every time, I am consigning this poor baby werewolf to have no mommy. <laughs> Mommy's stuck in the snow. Or just to die, because I don't know if a baby werewolf can survive in the snow all alone. Well, it's a monster. It'll probably be fine. <laughs> But but I like I was very stressed out about that until I I embraced the idea of multiple realities. <laughs> uh, Julie has listening to finish it and and thinking a lot about choose your own adventure affected your dreams. Not yet, but it's coming. It's I'm coming excited. for sure. I don't know if I agree with Holly that letting there be more endings than just one makes the writers lazy and not good for society. <laughs> I regretted the word lazy. I did not regret regret the second part. <laughs> uh, because I would say if there's a writer who's out there writing all the, every single Choose Your Own Adventure book, they probably have more ideas in their brain than just even what ends up on the page. So they probably do at least they edit a little bit. <laughs> Um, paper cuts, not a big concern for me. I'm not a fast reader, so I don't have to worry about wow. flipping back and forth so quickly. Brag. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Brag that I'm a slow reader. I probably <laughs> read the slowest in my family. <laughs> so I'll just say that. It makes you consider your own mortality at a young age. Uh, again, I read a lot of these when I was little. I'm not sure I actually ever felt, even with the second person you I'm not ever like, oh, no, 
I've died. <laughs> I don't know if I ever like because something that's great about little kids is they don't internalize those kinds of things as easily as an adult. Can I tell you guys that uh, my family watched uh, a marathon of Jurassic Park and the Jurassic World movies like we hadn't let our kids see them before. But quarantine has let a lot of things happen that we weren't letting happen before. <laughs> and uh, when we got to Jurassic World, which I'd never seen I was like sobbing basically through the whole movie because I couldn't I couldn't not think about what if I and my two children were at Jurassic World that day and all the dinosaurs got loose and ate us. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, maybe this is just a a me problem that I didn't know. Well, I would say adults, you know, can kind of conceptualize that a little easier than a kid. Oh, no, but I would do it when I was a kid, too. Well, then maybe it is you you problem. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And as for the interactive Netflix specials, I I do have to say uh, my son has watched two of those and he loves them. As as for me, I like choose your own adventure books. Oh. <laughs> I've tried, I have tried everything to try and get Jet to read them because I loved them so much as a kid. He's not been open to the idea. He likes the Netflix specials, but like some of my favorite ones were another series of books that I read and liked was Goosebumps, and there was the Give Yourself Goosebumps, which were Choose Your Own Adventure Goosebumps books, which I loved. <laughs> um, I, I just love like that you can have a long or short story, and you can like go back and redo parts or, or like fix problems, like if you died, you know, like you've been sucked into a black hole or something like that. <laughs> And I just thought like, oh, this is exciting and fun. Just like all the flipping back and forth and all the like, ooh, what's going to happen next? Like, to me, that's very exciting. And I don't even mind all the choices because, again, I don't internalize it. So like, (laughs) if I die, like, oh, well, (laughs) I'll just go back. (laughs) I'll just go back because it doesn't actually matter because I, me, am still alive. (laughs) I feel like. I want to just take that sound bite out. It's like, if I die, oh well. <laughs> yeah, so I think Choose Your Own Adventures are fun. Um, there's one that Jet has read and enjoyed, which is a Choose Your Own Adventure comic book called Meanwhile. Cute. I've never heard of that. It has like 3,000 endings. Oh. And so it's like a Choose Your Own Adventure thing where there's panels on all these pages, and then there can be like three panels for the different choices, and then that leads you to different colored lines that lead you to different pages you know to like do all these things and it's like very like that one's maybe too intense for me because there's so many endings <laughs> um but it's it it's a fun read and um yeah i i am pro and it makes me want to try again to make jet read some choose your own adventure books because maybe now he's he's the right age to really appreciate like the fun and like the campiness of like these silly little books that are just like enjoyable <laughs> And not <laughs> scary. He read he rereads a lot of stuff, so this is perfect. That's true. Yeah, he does love to reread, and so yeah, something where he it's built in rereading. I I think he would not mind at all. Well, Shelley, thank you so much for sharing your opinion with us, and thanks to the Yule Brothers, Chris <laughs> and Matt, for having a podcast called Finish It about choose your own adventure books. And now we are moving on to our segment, Rando Chando. <gasps> Was that a fake one, Shelly? No, 
quite we, Jet and I were just talking about Rando Chando the other day and I was thinking, man, it's been a long time since we played. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it was a request from my daughter and I requested it to the small committee and the small committee replied anything for our adoring fans. So. <laughs> Which I include myself and I am an adoring fan of this game. <laughs> When the small committee told their husband about that, uh, he's like, adoring fan or adorable fan? Because we love Lucy. Also, Shelly, you're cute. (laughs) No, there can only be one adorable fan. You must battle. Spin kick to the face. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not willing to spin kick a child in the face. So this is this is not going to go well for me. That is why you fail. (laughs) Uh, And also, Lucy's basically your size. So let's talk about it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Julie, will you explain Rando Chando for us? Yes. Rando Chando is. uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of a word that it's a game everybody loves. What's a great word for something that everybody loves? Holly. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Holly game. This is a game that uh, the world loves. Every single person in the world loves. And it's where I find three random words and piece them together. You have to decide which combination you like the best. Are you ready, Shelly? Ready. Are you ready, Holly? I'm ready. Oh, goodness. Okay. (laughs) Finger balloon. Balloon (laughs) patrol. Patrol finger. I've got to be on the balloon patrol 100%. (laughs) Because here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking um, I'm thinking from the movie Up, there's a lot of balloons, right? But there's mm-hmm. also a sash involved with the little kid named uh-huh. Nathaniel? Uh, 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 nope. Randall. No. Ra- uh, let me, I'll be our expert. Isn't it Randall? No, Randall's the purple monster bad guy in Monsters Incorporated, Shelly. That's true. Well, okay. Yes. You're right. I remember Doug is the dog. <laughs> yeah. Russell. Yeah. I was so close. Everybody. Great job. So Russell is kind of like on the balloon patrol, but I'm imagining a reimagining of his outfit. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I also am going to go balloon patrol because like I want to be on balloon patrol because that just sounds like somebody walking around like the people at Disneyland with like all the balloons up Mm -hmm. on strings and you're like out there you're like "Uh oh that person doesn't have a balloon (laughs) balloon patrol time and you just give balloons out that would be delightful unless it's the opposite (laughs) you're stealing balloons (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you'd be guarding the balloons and I don't I feel like balloons don't need that in their lives no I I just want to give them away (laughs) (laughs) I like I like Patrol finger. I don't know why. I just like the idea of patrolling somebody with your finger and be like, uh, uh, uh. (laughs) (laughs) That's the number one move of the balloon patrol. (laughs) (laughs) My least favorite one is the finger balloon. That just sounds kind of gross to me. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why. Do you know what this season is? It's the season of people making food that looks like fingers and then cutting it. And I hate that. It's my least favorite thing about Halloween. Agreed. I thought you meant on like Great British Bake Off or something like that. I was like, I don't remember that. No, it's like, here's this witch finger crack. And by crack, that's the sound my knives make. Do I need to get them sharpened? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Ready for the next one? Yeah. Ready. Sponge knowledge. (laughs) Knowledge apparatus. (laughs) 
Apparatus sponge. <laughs> I like all three of these. I think there's only one good one, and that's sponge knowledge, baby. <laughs> that's a good one. Everybody's got to have some knowledge about sponges. <laughs> no, here's there's only one sponge, sponge I want to have knowledge about, and that's SpongeBob SquarePants. And I do have a lot of sponge knowledge. <laughs> I I am a fan of knowledge apparatus, like, <laughs> like someone who's like a scientist working in a lab and they're like, like, oh, I can't do this experiment until I go get my knowledge apparatus. <laughs> I, I like that as a nickname for your brain. <laughs> I got to use my knowledge apparatus for this one. Is that is that another name for thinking cap is your knowledge apparatus? <laughs> that's the that's thinking cap for fancy people. Yeah. <laughs> people at Harvard are always talking about their knowledge apparatus. The people in the smoking jackets and the leather chairs are always <laughs> talking about their knowledge apparatus. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, let's do one more. Snail shake. <laughs> Shake wave or wave snail. I can't go snail shake because, as I mentioned, I'm not into creepy desserts. And <laughs> there's no way around that. That's well, nasty. It's, it's, it's not one thing that's trying to look like another thing. It just is a snail shake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> it's still gross. <laughs> Will you say the last two again? Shake wave, wave snail. I just realized a tsunami is kind of a shake wave. (laughs) Wave snail is for me because a snail shell is basically like a really tightly curled wave. And that's what I would have called it if I had been an explorer in the 1100s (laughs) when snails were discovered. (laughs) I would have said, oi. Here it is, <laughs> the wife snail. Ooh. And then my, then my compatriot would have been like, <laughs> And then I would have said, a wife snail. Didn't you hear me the first time? <laughs> the old Australian French combo. It's classic. classic. Explorers in the 1100s. <laughs> I've got to go with shake wave because I didn't think about it as like a a tsunami that comes after an earthquake. I was thinking like a wave made of milkshake, like you're in a wave pool, but it's like milkshake. Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to go with snail shake just because I want to. So gross. (laughs) Gross. Too gross. (laughs) It makes a statement, if nothing else. Hey, Julie, do you want some fries with that snail shake? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. That turned my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been our segment, Rando Chando. (laughs) Shelly Gang, thank you so much for joining us this week. And thanks again. To the finish it boys, Chris, Yule, Matt, Yule. Do you think that's how they'll take like they'll take a sound clip of me saying this for their <laughs> podcast? And but then everyone will be like, that was a robot because they said Chris, Yule, Matt, Yule. Leave Thank your you. message after the tone. <laughs> that eat much. Chris, Yule, Matt, Yule. <laughs> it's very good. Very good. Uh if you want to hear more of my robot stylings, 
Go to ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y HasOpinions.com. There you can find all of our old episodes, pictures of us, and Mom Witches a merch store, but it's never happening. So deal with it, <laughs> Mom. <laughs> a place that does have merch. Uh, they're going to be mad because I don't think they have merch, but I'm saying they do right now. Who, Called Shot. Who does? Podicongo.com. <laughs> That's podicongo.com. That's the website for the family friendly podcast network that we are a part of. Julie, is Finish It a family friendly podcast? Mm. Do they talk about murder? Because that's what most family-friendly podcasts talk about is murder. <laughs> there is plenty of death in the books. There you go. <laughs> the family-friendly stamp of approval. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to podicongo.com, you can find all sorts of podcasts for all sorts of ages. And you know what? Honestly, we're on it. That's where we are. And uh, thank you for that, Podicongo. <laughs> okay. Julie, I love you. Thanks for hey. laughing at me. <laughs> Honestly, Shelly Gang, we just want you to come back next week, and we want you to come back uh, every time. Go to page 197 to come back next week and see what we have there. But Shelly, don't look yet, because you have to <laughs> not know what the topic is for next week. You can't stop me from peeking ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shelly, is that really your MO? Is that how you do me? <sighs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do that in Choose Your Own Adventure books and normal books. <laughs> You're the best. And with that, thank you and I love you and goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Oh, goodbye. I love you. I choose to love you. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh dang it, Shelly. Where are you? Previously on Finish It. I jump on the woolly mammoth. Very nice. Eventually, you become captain of your own ship. You become the captain of your own ship? Life is harsh and simple with the cave people. No boy. Vampire advances toward you step by step by step. The usual way. (laughs) Does that sound like fun? Yes, it does. I'm Matt Yule. And I'm Chris Yule. And on our podcast, Finish It, we're going through all the interactive fiction books ever. And we read every single page and we don't stop until we got every drop. (laughs) We're going to juice these books. Find us at finishitpod.com or finish it on any pod catcher. Finish it.